0: 3.23, let's get right to it. Sam Levin joins us here on the phone, and Sam is out in Nashville. Hopefully, day two has been a little bit kinder to him in terms of finding a midnight snack last night. Hopefully, it was a little bit easier. Uh, Clearly, Sam, no news or report yet. Things are uh, still bubbling, if you will.
1: Yeah, very much so. I mean, there there really has not been much news at all. I was just talking to Scraby uh, before I came on, uh, you know, before he put me on, and I uh, was telling Scraby there's plenty of people here, and there's plenty of people to talk to and people walking around and, uh, you know, managers and general managers and all the broadcasters and everybody, but uh, there has not been a whole lot of action so far, and uh, it does sort of feel like everything is – is uh, you know waiting for, for Shohei Ohtani? I mean, that's the the big talk this afternoon. I don't know if you guys talked about uh, what Dave Roberts had to say uh, earlier today and, and him admitting that you know they had met with Ohtani, which was very very interesting. But in a larger sense, uh, there has not been much to discuss transaction wise, and uh, we'll see if that changes here tonight and obviously into tomorrow as well. Sam Levitt. In Nashville, you had a nice conversation with Mike Schilt today. I saw it posted online on Twitter and uh, directed our listeners to watch that interview. What did you think of Mike Schilt and your visit with him today, Sam? Uh, Give us a little uh, recap uh, from your perspective. Yeah, I I thought Mike Schilt did a really good job today, both during the press conference and with me after his press conference here in Nashville. Uh, The more I hear from him, quite honestly, the, the more I, I really like Mike Schilt and, and what he has the potential to do uh, with his team. And, and as far as my one-on-one with him, you know, I asked about the coaching staff and what he could share with us. And, you know, Mike didn't want to say too much, which is understandable. And, and he did say that they're, you know, fairly early in the process and, and until things are finalized, he doesn't want to say much on it, which I understand. But I did ask him what you know what he values, characteristic-wise, in in a staff, and you know Mike Schilt, um, you know talked about you know expertise and positivity and energy and consistency, all things that I think you can really see very clearly in Mike Schilt and uh, you know and the type of manager he's going to be. So um, you know the the other thing that stood out from from what he said today. Um, you know, beyond learning that he you know he had offered the bench coach position to to Ryan Flaherty, you know before Ryan Flaherty ended up uh, leaving and, and he was already kind of down the road with some other opportunities. But uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting is he he really gave a lot of detail um, about you know his process of of meeting with different players and and still on the schedule to meet with a number of different guys. I mean, you know, he was talking about having dinner with Joe Musgrove, Manny Machado, Luis Camposano, has plans to see Jake Cronenworth, uh, you know, has plans to, to see Juan Soto, uh, has plans to see Fernando Tatis Jr., Xander Bogart's down in Aruba. He's going to be doing traveling. And, and I think it's very clear that he, he really puts a value on talking to these guys, having a relationship with these guys, uh, you know, listening to what they say, partnering with them, um, and that is really important to Mike Schilt. I think that's really, really clear, and the, again, the more you hear from him, the more it's clear to me that, that he's a real team guy, and you know, I, I think he said at some point during, you know, his press conference at Petco Park, or, or here today, you know, he's he's referenced himself, I think the, the term was organizational guy, and you get that sense. He's about the team and I don't say that you know just as hyperbole, but it, it really feels like that from everything uh, we're learning about Mike Schilt as this offseason progresses.
0: What, well, the, one of the things that that seems to line up perfectly with is exactly what Xavier, Xavier Scruggs said to us is that um, he is that team guy. He's very in tune with the individuals, not necessarily as baseball players, but as People And that's seemingly what what you're kind of seeing as well. Let's move to this roster a little bit. And obviously there are a number of things to be addressed. And often when we get into this time of year, we're thinking free agency. Uh, But for the Padres and kind of the question marks in terms of what the payroll will be, they'll probably have to address some of this via trade. Is is that the route you think in terms, especially the pitching, that you think that they'll go in order to kind of fill those spots? Unless, as you mentioned uh, yesterday, they're going for, you know, kind of that Michael Waka range of, of, of pitcher in the free agency round.
1: Well, look, I, I think as far as pitching, I, I think it's probably even in the case that they do trade Juan Soto, it, to me, it's going to be a mixture of both, right? Because let, let's just live in a, a hypothetical world that they get somebody that's major league ready from the Yankees, like a Michael King in exchange for Juan Soto. Well, that's somebody who could hypothetically be inserted right into your rotation. But at the same time, with whatever money you free up, I mean, it's a good amount of money the 30 plus million dollars. It doesn't mean that you, you can add a 20 something million dollars per year starting pitcher. So, I think it's going to be a mix of, of in the case they do trade one, you know, getting whatever they get back if that is somebody who's ready to contribute right now in a rotation, then I'm sure he'll be given that opportunity. But also finding those, you know, buy low and and hopefully you, you get a really good season out of them guys. You know, it was interesting today when AJ Preller spoke uh, because he was asked about. Um, you know, uh, if if he's compelled to remove a lot of money from, from the payroll. And, you know, AJ talked about the process being pretty similar to what the Padres have done in the past. They set a target payroll number, then have the ability to go back to ownership and talk about different scenarios. Uh, he was asked if there's a mandate to reduce payroll. Uh, and he said, I think the mandate for, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but I think the mandate for the organization is having a team that will play in October. So look, you know that aj didn't you know really want to say too much on on the payroll situation um but again today for a second consecutive day here in nashville you know he he did not you know say anything to the effect of of this team is definitely trading juan soto it it seems like they're uh they're evaluating the options they're taking the phone calls they're they're seeing what deals look like but um you know, obviously, uh, it, it's still a work in progress right now. So I, I think everything from, from the Soto situation and beyond um, is very much, uh, to me, it seems, a, a fluid situation. Well, Sam, good luck finding something to eat tonight. That's all that really matters to me. <laughs> I mean, I know you're going to be uh, <laughs> on
0: top of whatever stories
1: break over here, but uh, we got to make sure you're fed in the Opry land. Well, I- I uh, I ate pretty late last night because I I did go to Broadway in Nashville downtown Nashville last night and I don't know if you guys have have ever been to Broadway but I have. Uh, it, yeah it's it, and I've been before um, it's it's an experience I think everybody should have I did go to a couple of you know honky tonk bars and and uh, there were uh, <laughs> I, you know, I can I was, see you there I was. I was I don't by the way, I don't wanna I don't wanna make it like I was going crazy or anything, but hey, you're in Nashville, you, you gotta go, right? So um and yeah, the you know, the live music on each floor and uh at one point there was a woman singing on top of the bar with the band playing on the other side of the room. It it was I, I will say this about Broadway in Nashville. It is uh it is uh worth seeing. Um Yeah, they know and, how to turn it uh, you know, had, had had some pizza too, but, but guess what? I was you know, I was here early this morning and and back to work so I want everybody to be assured i am doing uh all the work <laughs> of course work you are <laughs> of necessary. course right. you are but, but but it was it, it, it we, we it was it is fun there on broadway it is worth it is worth experiencing once because the live music element and the different floors of it really really is something to see so yeah
0: well you know sam good luck with the food tonight good luck breaking whatever first padre story comes out Hopefully for your sake, it's tonight. You won't have two nights of no news. But if, of course, if you have no news, you can always go on back out to Broadway one more time, man. It's all honky tonks. are calling <laughs> your name, Sam. Hey, thanks for yeah, the time, I'll be, Sam. Thanks, Sammy. Yeah, I
1: may get out. I may get out there. We'll see. All right, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Sam no. love it.
0: out in winter, out at the winter meetings in Nashville.